getting dicey. <laughs> It's the morning. Um, American, you wake up. Uh, Bill, Morley, you all arise just as uh, the tiny hut slowly starts breaking away and, and disappearing. Um, American, oh. are you going to... Oh, actually, American, <clears throat> while you were asleep, while you were asleep, you had uh, some further visions. It was of that hourglass. Do you remember that <gasps> hourglass? Yes. It's the sands of that hourglass moving and changing colors just in your dreams, just this vision of this hourglass passing sand really slowly um, and, and the sand turning into different colored flames. Um, and you reach out to touch one of the colored flames and instead of burning, you uh, slowly start disappearing into the flames, being sucked into the flames and disappearing. Um, and, oh. and, you, and you wake up startled from that. Oh. Did, was it a, a, a bad feeling or like a neutral feeling? No, no, not a bad, just a neutral feeling. There was no, there oh. it wasn't a nightmare. There was no sort of fear or terror involved with it. Oh. It was almost like a statement of fact. It felt very like statement of fact, really weird. Oh, well, um, I've, I've woken up, I've rolled the dice, the die, and I've woken up in spring, actually. Oh, nice. So I'm feeling uh, actually pretty good. It's... It's a wonderful being out of that hideous place. So, yeah. I had a very neutral dream. It felt like a statement of fact, in, if I'm honest. Don't know what it portends, neither weal nor woe, I should say. But I was sucked into a flame. That doesn't sound very neutral. That well, it, that's what's surprising. It felt neutral. But I think <laughs> it, was in, it was in Strad's castle, I think. Really? Yes. Yes, an Dreaming about Strahd's place. You've yes, not been there, have you? No. An hourglass suspended among a flame. The sands move through it slowly. I imagine it's some kind of mystical device of neutral flavor. It doesn't sound very neutral the way you're describing it, but I'll go with you on this. <laughs> well, Morning. <laughs> Is this like a arrows don't ki- kill people? People kill people, kind of. <laughs> yeah, like a gun is technically neutral. <laughs> technically, a bow and a crossbow is a neutral. Technically, just a tool. <laughs> must be You've woken up both feeling very political this morning, haven't you? Not <laughs> <laughs> feeling neutral. <laughs> this is not sort of twelve hours ago. You're trying to blast that uh, fella to death. That's and true. I was there too. That's I was enjoying true. it. Yes, yes, uh, I will rain hell upon his head. I I promise this. Uh, how are you, uh, Casimir? You're looking very handsome this morning, if I must say so. Well, it's very... How's the skin? It's very ironic that you're saying that because uh, there's no response from Casimir. He's uh, on his bedroll um, and... He look. He looks dead. He looks like he's been oh. dead. He looks like he's been dead for years. His skin is oh. his, his yes. skin is all withdrawn up around his teeth, uh, and he's all grayed and wrinkled. I take it back. He's not looking <laughs> handsome at all. Whatever you're into. Um, you know, like the, the skin is pulled back around his his nails. Uh, he, no. he he looks like he looks like a corpse. Baron Baron American <laughs> Shearer. Shearer. <laughs> Very handsome. Wreck <laughs> um, um, combat one. I'm going to scream and rush over. The moment you scream, he just sits bolt upright 
Um, I don't have a, I haven't changed his face, so we're still going to keep the same face. Uh, but he says, oh, Mirakin, is everything okay? He almost kind of looks dead there anyway, to be honest, so that's all right. <laughs> no, no. Fetch a mirror for this poor man immediately. Do we have a mirror? I don't know if we have a mirror. We can say you've got is a that mirror. Is something in we'd your, carry? You might have a small like mirror in your pack, surely. I'd have a mirror, mirrorkin. I think mirror, uh, I think Morley <laughs> might have a mirror as well. I do, I have one in my inventory. I'm going to... With shaking hands, bring a mirror up to his face. Uh, he is absolutely aghast. He's he's uh, he doesn't be- he he thinks uh, that it might be some kind of magical device you've handed him. He's turning it as in his hands, and then he notices his hands, um, and he's looking at his, himself in the mirror, and he's analyzing and feeling the dead skin uh, ar- around his face and, uh, and his uh, his jawline. Um, picking away at his fingers just delicately. Stop picking. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Um, uh, uh, this, is, this is horrible. Oh, Casimir, I'm so sorry, man. No, this is You've not been afflicted. right. I, f- I feel fine. <laughs> you don't look it, as you know. He nods. I, I guess this was my payment. Maybe there's something we can do. Fine. You feel absolutely like you could I, run a marathon. I feel completely... Well, other than the fear of maybe losing some limbs, uh, Morley, yes, I feel like I could run a marathon. I feel, I feel completely fine. No, there must be something we can do. This is not right. Perhaps perhaps I could uh, cast this greater restoration spell again. I'm not really sure if, if, this, uh, if that's how this works. I mean, you're welcome to try... Is there anything know. Baron would do, being a bit of an expert in this kind of thing? Um, what do you? Th- yeah, what do we think the Baron? Because but the I Baron know, would be very taken in by this, I think. I know he wanted to cast gentle repose. He asked about that before, mm. but he needed to sleep on it to do it. Right, and gentle repose is uh, a things that stops uh, dead bodies from rotting or something. Is that right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So it's supposed to keep them kind of in a. Like the same state. Mm. It's so, and the idea, the idea is like you keep somebody in the same state until you can get them to a cleric or whoever to right to try to revive them if they've got weaker revival magic. Yeah, yeah. So that, yeah, it's to make, and it also stops anything from becoming undead as well. Mm. Um, yeah, um, I think the Baron would be very, very curious as to what has afflicted um, Casimir. Yeah. Well, I, I suppose you probably would try to cast that spell now. Um, let's have a quick look at it. Uh, you touch a corpse or other remains for the duration the target is protected from decay and can't become undead. And it lasts 10 days. So, yeah, maybe maybe he would. It, it only takes an action to cast. It's a second-level necromancy. I guess we'll see if it works, If but we don't know if he's technically a corpse. We'll see if the spell does anything. Um all it does is it stops the progression. So it won't get any worse over the next 10 days if it does anything at all. Better uh, late than never. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so yeah, so the Baron gets to work smoking a cigarette, making some patterns in the air with his cigarette smoke and casts Gentle Repose. Um, and Casimir, he shrugs. He says, I, well, I guess we'll see if that does anything. Do you feel different, Casimir? I hate to be a broken record, but I feel fine. (laughs) All right. (laughs) 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 (la
this is quite disturbing. Yeah, the fact that I, the fact that everything, like I'm thinking clearly, I can see, I can see just fine. My, I can, I can feel the cold. I, it's not like anything else has changed. Maybe it is just my appearance. Maybe that is the, uh, maybe it's the opposite of of what happened to uh, our Bill here. And Bill, having just woken up in the morning, just looks stunning. Looks like he's been uh, just you know from that from that <laughs> gift of from the dark ones. <laughs> Looks like he hasn't needed well, a wink of we, sleep all night. We certainly have gone in different directions, Casimir. <laughs> Not trying to be rude or anything. <laughs> Don't rub it in. <laughs> you do look freakishly but, good, Bill. <laughs> Why, thank you. Um, so, uh, are we back to Valaki? I'm, I'm concerned of how my, my people might, um, whether or not they'll accept me back in with the way that I, I look. It wouldn't, wouldn't be your first stop anyway, would it? You, weren't you going to bring your sister back to... Yes, yeah, yes, absolutely. If, if, you are, <clears throat> if you are all Sorry. willing to accompany me there. What, I don't have a, a plan. That's, I didn't think that this would ever occur. I didn't think I would ever find the means to bring my sister back. And here I am now with the very power to do so. And all I can think now is how do we get into Strahd's castle? Is that where your sister lays? In the Ravenloft. catacombs of Ravenloft, yes. I believe. Okay. Right. Well, we, we, yes, we need we, to get to Velaki. We, we've got friends there that are expecting us to, to think we're dead, but we do intend to go to Ravenloft almost immediately following that. I think the Baron might even suggest that Casimir can kind of blend in with the his skeleton warriors. Like, just you know, just pretend that you're part of my undead group, uh, and no one in Velaki will notice. It's, it'll be fine. Well, usually we try to conceal the skeleton warriors as well. To be honest, because they're quite freaky. That is fair. That is a good idea, though. Maybe if you We're, sit close to them, um, either like inside the. If we can get some sort of place for them to be. Yeah, we'll get them in like a Phantom of the Opera mask as well. And some, <laughs> and some gloves. That is actually a great idea. So we, we can yeah. definitely do that. Yeah, we'll stop We'll stop by Blinsky's and get you a beautiful custom-made mask. <laughs> well, Blinsky and beautifully made? Mm. <laughs> not really compatible. No, no, I'm not sure how that might go down. Um, is there anything? Is there anything you wa- you all wanted to get done before heading uh, back down towards Velaki? I didn't have anything. Okay, after thinking about it for two weeks, but <laughs> we, we did toy with the idea of having like a few like down day things to do. Oh yeah, cool. Oh, yeah, cool. But, we, but we didn't really whittling. Yeah, we, we want to whittle some steaks. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, I, I would like to try and do a divination to s- see if I can ask what Casimir's um, fate will be, whether his body will hold up and for how long. Okay. When did you want to do that? Why not now? Right, great. You're, you're, you're all standing in the sun, um, guard tower, with the wind whistling through. It's very cold. Snow is managing to find its way down now that you're out of the of Leonard's tiny hut. Um, American... Uh, what are you wanting to ask? What are you wanting to have? How, how would you like to word this to the gods? Um, 
So the rule is you have a single question concerning a specific goal, event, or activity to occur within seven days. Um, so I will phrase it as to, uh, will Casimir's body still be functional for the next seven days? I'm going to pick out a jewel from this crown we got from our, our undead friend and sprinkle it into the flames of the puff of incense. Great, yeah, yeah. It uh, t- twinkles and disappears and you can hear in your mind, um, he's fine, he'll be just fine. What? <laughs> this god is so casual. <laughs> um, he's fine. It's, it's almost like the god... Um, can't even see like what is uh, afflicting him. It's just there's there's no fear for Casimir's well-being in regards to um, the affliction that is upon him. Yeah, yeah. You get the feeling that maybe just Casimir. This is the feeling you're getting from the gods now that Casimir is just cursed to roam uh, the rest of his life, uh, looking to others as he is the undead. Oh my. It's not such a bad curse, really, is it, for, for that power? That's uh, yeah. Hard to get a girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A sh- hard to get a shallow girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Real ones would stick around. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a pretty good one up at the uh, Abbey. Oh, and she's <laughs> made of the same right. stuff as well. She'd <laughs> <laughs> probably be all right with them. Hot as fuck, but, like, made out of old sack. <laughs> It's a Probably. real shame she's. It's a real shame she's betrayed. Guess what? <laughs> Tell you what, two of you, power couple. Mm. Okay. <laughs> um, great. Any anything else? Great. Is, is it back <laughs> great. To, great. I'm just gonna give Casimir thumbs up. I think you're you're good. Mm. You're good. He's you're still fine. he's still quite busy. He's like rolling up his sleeves and taking a look at like the dead peeling skin and stuff. He's just like, I'm, he just says, I'm going to have to be quite careful, I think. You seem to be taking it on the chin. I'm rather impressed. American, if I felt any worse than I was, maybe I, uh, it's, it's, it is a very strange feeling, American. What if we um, sort of wrap, bandaged you up just to give a layer of protection and make sure your skin doesn't sloth off. You know? I'll be I'll be honest, Bill. I'm a, I was a bit worried about what the force of those wind the, the winds out there might do to my mm. I don't know, my fingers, my uh, my skin. Maybe maybe that is for the best. It's going to look like a mummy. <laughs> <laughs> Should we I mean, you'll look good. <laughs> <laughs> He's not going yeah, out in the mood, though. Why does he a need nice, the bandages? A nice, a nice warm cloak. <laughs> so he looks like a mummy. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Bill wants him to look like a mummy, to be honest. A little bit. Yeah. Oh. It's for protection. It's to make sure his fingers don't fall off in the biting, could you imagine howling wind. Could you imagine if like, I got snagged on a tree or something? I know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> don't walk into a tree, you clumsy fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, I couldn't imagine such a thing ever happening to myself. Uh, but, yeah. This is such a good in-character gag. <laughs> oh, he's taking it so well. It's almost disturbing. <laughs> but I'm happy for him. 
I mean, he's he's fine. He's fine. Yeah, yeah. Same. Yeah. He's fine. He's fine. Um, Baron, is there is there a way to know if he's actually dead? Um. Yeah. He. I think the Baron would probably uh, say that. You know, we could we could check him for his pulse. We can check to see if he has the typical vital signs. And he goes about doing some medical tests, you know, grabbing the mirror, putting it up in front of his mouth. He does indeed have breath, like it is heating up the mirror, um, steaming up the mirror. The pulse, while very, very faint, is still there. He still has a, a beating heart, working lungs, um, and something is seemingly keeping his organs alive in, 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 the, in the lightest way. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, and his mood is in tip-top shape. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What a, what a merry he's, band we are. He's sprightly. Yeah. Well, shall we? To Velaki we go. Okay, great. Uh, Mary, can you open up the... You, the, the skeletons unbolt the door and, and open up the door and you step out. Um, and you step out just to take a look at the surroundings. And again, it's just that howling wind and the wind flurry, uh, the snow flurries. Um, and just for a moment... All of that snow just slows down to a stop and you freeze in place. And in front of you, through a, a shimmery twinkle, uh, is a, the appearance of that familiar wheel. And out uh, from behind the wheel steps a familiar face. Ah, fellow adventurers, it is nice to see you in this oh, chilly area. How do you do? My name is Needle. He says as he introduces himself as if he's never met you before. Um, there is there's a bit of a glazed uh, look to his eyes. Like he's not even really looking at you. He's just kind of looking in your general direction. I have either something very good or something very bad for you here, as I am, uh, I need, I must give you this thing from the wheel. And he grabs the wheel uh, and he spins it. Um, so he, he's, acting, he's acting very oddly. And you guys are, you guys again, frozen. You guys are frozen at this point. Um, okay. <laughs> holy shit, this is, okay, I'm going to need uh, a d20 from you three, and I will roll a d20 for the Baron. This is, I this like is, the sound of that. this is a very good, Ooh. you want to get the highest number, who's got the highest number? Uh-oh. Baron's got an eight. I rolled a three. I got a ten. All very low rolls at the moment. Who rolled a 14? I'm seeing a 14. Oh, you rolled double. You rolled a 3 and then a 14. Oh. <laughs> uh, Adam, with a roll of a 10, you you rolled the highest. Um, Needle, when he, he sees uh, the wheel slowly... So Joe's, sorry, Joe's 3 was a D4. Ah, uh, yes. Her D20, D20 roll was a 14. Ah, oh, sorry. Oh. That was yours, Joe. That was yours. I was confused. That is, that's fine. We take um, your first roll. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, wheel comes, the wheel comes to a stop, and uh, the, the part of the wheel that it lands on, it it's just says, Foresight of Needle, written on that part of it. And Needle says, Oh, this is, a, this is very good, and I get a sense that you, my fair elven lady are the winner of this round. And he walks up to you frozen in place and he places his hand on your forehead. Um, until your next long rest, every 
single roll is at advantage. Every single roll until your next long rest. Wow. Mm. Let's go get in a battle. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking we should take another long rest. You can never have (laughs) I I feel like, yeah. Mm. I feel like this is, yeah. This would have been great um, in a temple. (laughs) (laughs) Let's let's conserve conserve that um, long rest. Uh, Yeah. So Mirkin, that comes with a feeling of just confidence. Needle with his, his furry little paw placed on your forehead. Aww. It feels warm, <laughs> and it just yeah. and it that warmth from his paw just radiates through you, and it just makes you so so confident about the day. You you feel like nothing you do today, um, like nothing could go wrong for you. Um, and Needle moves his hand off your forehead, his paw off your forehead moves back to the wheel, pushes it through this uh, shimmery um, visage behind it, and he says, and with that I bid you adieu, and steps in and it disappears. <laughs> and uh, the snow picks up again um, and blasts you with its cold. Uh, but there was definitely something different about Needle. He didn't. He clearly didn't recognize you a lot. Um, and, and as I mentioned, it was more looking through you than at you. Ooh, weird. Mm. Well, he's come right. That was um, that was weirder <laughs> than normal for Needle. Mm. But I mean, the last time you saw him, he was beaten black and blue in the in this darkness behind the wheel. Um, so this is this is quite strange. Quite a quite a difference. Well, how are we meant to help him when time always pauses? Mm. Surely there's something we can do. Well, you'll be doing it at advantage. <laughs> so. <laughs> I've got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, great, and and um, Casimir uh, steps up, looks at the um, uh, the wall in front of you to the south with the with the frozen uh, revenants at the at the portcullis, um, and and says, uh, "Oh well, should we should we get going?" And he he touches. Uh, each of you, kaboosh, 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 and makes each of you be able to fly. He uses the what? the fly spell, one at a time, obviously, to get you over, not all at once, just we're trying to speed things along. <laughs> Unless you guys want to roll for, like, climbing up ropes and <laughs> no. yeah, that kind of thing. Well, I do. <laughs> 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 I'll roll two ones or something. Um, and, no and that starts your long trek back down Mount Gakis. Now, there's only there's only really one um, thing of note on the way back down this mountain, and that was some footsteps that you uh, you kind of ignored at one point um, on your way up. Uh, you're welcome to ignore it back on your way back down as well, if we want to expedite it. The whole journey to the to the bottom of Mount Gakis is going to take you the a good part of the day. The full return to Velaki will see you back at Velaki. Um, by quite late, maybe like might be nine, nine or ten o'clock. So it is going to be a, a quick <laughs> Just in time for another long rest. <laughs> it is going to be. It is going to unfortunately be a, a very quick. Oh God! Time skip. Do you want to oh, investigate everything great. you see, America? Maybe you should just investigate literally every snowflake you come across. Oh. <laughs> uh. Yeah. What, 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 what are um, some ways that you think Mira could, could utilize her new confidence and powers on the way down this, this mountain and <laughs> on her ways back to Velaki? I don't know. We're just traveling. 
I'm do you have to roll for all. the divination <laughs> at all? Like, do you have to roll for like the accuracy of prediction or for foretelling? No. <laughs> Just checking. Cool. All right. Let's get the fuck back to Velaki. All right. <laughs> cool. Great stuff. Thanks, Needle. I mean, it's a pretty badass thing that he's given. It's just the timing's not the greatest. It's not um, an unfungible trident. Also, no, <laughs> no one's saying that you need to sleep at the end of this night either. You know, you guys have all had a long rest, and uh, you know your HP and spell slots are all rejuvenated. True. We should we should get back to Valaki, go to the church at night, and then catch up with Izzy and Irena. By all means, you could even just end the sort of like just get a short rest in there if there's anything that you needed to do. Yeah. But uh, there's nothing saying that you have to take that long rest. Is that well? How do the exhaustion rules work? Does it like if you skip long rests, don't you have exhaustion or something? Uh, yes. Um, which, if we bring up some of that uh, information, you'd get uh, one level of exhaustion gives you a disadvantage on uh, ability checks. <laughs> So I, I could skip, I could skip my sleep so that I get a mild advantage on some things. I'll take it. But hang on, everyone else gets debuffed. Wait a second. No, they can sleep. I'll just stay up all night drinking coffee and like must not oh, sleep. Yeah. Must not lose <laughs> just advantage on some rolls. Uh, time stops. Needle shows up and says, "Oh, did I say one? Your next long rest? I meant two. Ooh, Needle sometimes makes mistakes. Goodbye, and disappears." <laughs> so, <That's kind. laughs> what a stroke of luck! <laughs> so, so there you go. Uh, you're good to go for uh, a long rest back in Velaki. Um, anyway, you. Um, you make your way down. It's it's just as terrifying as it was on the journey up. Some of those perilous uh, areas where it really is the footing is only as wide as as your feet, where you've all tied yourselves um, into rope and making sure that none of you fall. Mira, can you save the day multiple times with your amazing <laughs> new talents? <laughs> Bill, you look fantastic the entire time. Like the wind and the snow isn't able to like disturb a single hair on your head. You just look. In fact, any snow that does accumulate only serves to make you look even better and badder. So just, <laughs> just fantastic. Uh, Casimir is really keeping himself away from uh, the elements <laughs> as much as possible, um, and he snags himself on a branch, which isn't great for his like one of no. one of his arms. But thankfully. <laughs> and Morley d- did some cool like jumps and stuff at certain points. Oh, cool! <laughs> I thought he would. That's where he, that's where he'd be doing it in an icy ravine. <laughs> uh, you all you all are like just amazing heroes heading down from the Amber Temple. By the way, uh, you're all very you're all very confident. You've got this. You've got like knowledge of how to beat Strad now. You've got. This American's just feeling like super confident in her own in her own abilities right now. Um, everyone's feeling, other than now even Casimir's feeling fine. He's fine. Um, He's fine. I'm fine. <laughs> and uh, eight hours, eight hours, ten hours pass as you get down to the bottom of Mount Gakis, and you find after four. How long? How many nights have you guys been up there? Four days? Five days? 
the horses and your carriage down here, your horses are not looking great. They've been eating bits and pieces of, of what they could find to keep themselves uh, going, um, but they are looking a little emaciated at this oh. at this point. Oh We're monsters, back down to reality. Animal cruelty. Um, can I feed good... Uh, I, I'm going to feed good berries to the horses. They gain one HP. <laughs> and they're full for the day. Oh, yeah, they get full for the day. Yeah, so they, they, I mean, they feel great. They're still emaciated, but they feel it provide, oh, great. It gives them yeah. one... It says a berry provides enough nourishment to sustain a creature for one day. Yeah, so yeah. It's, at least they can have something. Yeah, yeah, they're feeling sustained. But I feel, I feel terrible for them. Uh, Americans gonna be gonna be fussing over them the whole time. Can you conjure up a character or four, American? Is that within <laughs> your realm? I tell you what, with a good um, <laughs> with a good role, American, you might be able to find some good shit around those parts of uh, the forest. Oh uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'll do a um, survival role, and I also well actually now that we're down here, I did wanna. Um, Try and find some ingredients to make potions for the party. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, that's cool. We can we can do that with advantage. Oh, twenty. Rolled a survival with advantage. Why don't for, you? What is that? Eighteen plus eight. Why don't you tell me what you found, American? I just struck back into our our campsite with bushels of nutritious things. Okay, great. And smelly bushels, herbs of various types. Yes. Good. Bushels. Yes, lovely. <laughs> yes. A thicket, maybe, as well. I've got, a, I've got a whole thicket full of foraged goods here. <laughs> See, that's how thicket of carrots. We can... <laughs> um, I think at this... So you, you guys have... Uh, are you just travelling from here back to... Like, it's probably going to be another four hours... Uh, three hours, I think, on uh, uh, horse and carriage there to get you back to the the village of, of Vilaki. Um, and I think previously the skeletons would be walking alongside the uh, the carriage while everyone else was inside. Is that still? Yes. Yeah. Just jogging. Yeah. Because I don't get tired. Um, Casimir, can I just test something? Hope you don't mind. I hope this is not rude. Um, could you? Sure. Could you jog? Alongside the carriage for a bit, I just want to see if you get tired. Like he's 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 clearly puffing from like the ten hour trek down this thing. Oh, okay. Right. So okay. He yeah. Like, have so I won't ask him. No, no, no. He's 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 definitely feeling uh, feeling the burn oh, from the whole day of You trekking. rest up. You rest up, mate. Yeah. You deserve mm. it. Yeah. American keeps glancing over at him and just can't quite hide this the horror and the heartbreak of seeing him like that. It's putting a damper on her great day. <laughs> I'm sure he feels sorry that you're being affected like this, American. Yeah, I'm just like, ugh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's being empathetic. Absolutely, absolutely. <sighs> yeah, it's hard. Um, so we, we're going to trek to Velaki and arrive there at midnight. Is that about... Yeah, saying? yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be around about midnight by the time you get back. Wow! Um, I hope the gates are open. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good point. <laughs> well, you know, we might be there waiting for you. We might meet your old mate, Morley. <laughs> yeah, you know it's what? Real, it's not go there. I, I really <laughs> was fine. She's good. I'm okay if I never see uh, her again. 
to Ravenloft we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, by the way, I did forget. I did forget to mention on the journey down from Mount Gakis, there were two other frozen solid um, uh, armed uh, revenants, as if they had also tried to make their way up and froze to death on their journey up. Wow. Two others. Yeah. Wait. So if they. Mm. If they froze to death, they will be reincarnated, or are they just frozen in time because they can't move? I mean, <laughs> just like just because they they inhabit like a human body, the, as soon as that body, is, they, I mean, they can die, and when they die, they you know that they uh, come back oh, to life no. in another body. So they very much it's clear that they've in that time they, that they froze, they had enough time to reincarnate and start their way back no. up the up the oh, hill again. Gosh. This time, not not getting oh. as far. And they're dead. They are dead. Yeah, yeah. The, the bodies were completely <gasps> oh, no. frozen. There's going to be fresh ones coming after us now. <laughs> this wasn't a bonus at all. Oh. <laughs> it was a curse, if anything. No. I mean, it was about the same. Except <laughs> we don't have to. We, they're not there right now, so. Mm. And you've left, can't have you left some very cool ice sculptures on the way up to... Mount Garkis as well. <laughs> when I realise this, I want to um, ask everyone for a, a moment to cast commune with nature to see if there are any within three miles of us currently. Whereabouts on your journey I do you want to ask that? Um, so the, your journey heads uh, north up to the... Um, God, all I know of it now is the Felcher Woods. That's it. That's all I know it is. <laughs> up to the Felcher Woods. It's Old Felcher Road. Old Felcher Road, right. <laughs> right, which was part of the Svelich Woods. Thank you, the Svelich Woods. Um, the, your journey leads you north up to the Svelich Woods, which is downhill the entire way, um, and then uh, east across... Um, through the Spellage Woods back to the back to Velaki. So whereabouts on that would you like to to cast um, that? I suppose I'll do it once we reach Velaki, just to see if they're pursuing us and going to interrupt us when we're staying in the city. Okay. Okay. Cool. Uh, all right. We can, we can we can do that at some point. Yeah. You guys have to help me. <laughs> um, I can I can gain knowledge of up to three facts of our choice, so we can find undead powerful undead but we can also find other things like people and buildings and all sorts of terrain we should find out where esmeralda is yeah it says i'm guessing it it doesn't let you find a specific person just peoples it says what like i'm guessing that yeah, like, oh yeah. there's a tribe a mile north or whatever right mm. Really? That was that's the sound it makes when you see it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's more about you know if you're out in the middle of nowhere and you want to see which sort of direction you might be wanting to head in. Okay. Yeah. So I well, since I get three, my first question will be for the powerful undead. <laughs> yeah, like that. <laughs> my second question is going to be um, for uh, sensing powerful plants to make potions from. Okay. Um. My third question. It's been um, badass gypsies. <laughs> Are there any badass <laughs> what about, gypsies? What about werewolves? Um, I don't know if they're undead or, or not, but it doesn't say. Oh, well, that would be a people, right? Uh, it's very vague. They're, <laughs> they're both. Um, 
what would we put that under? Let me just take a quick look. Um, nice nighttime sounds happening as well. Um, they and you, you, they're known as shape changers. They're similar to the were ravens. They're shape changers. So they're people or humanoids. Mm. Human, yeah, human shape changers. I'd, I'd classify them as. So if you're looking for people, if that's are we considering werewolves a people. Uh, yes. We'll sense the location if they're within three miles of Velaki. Um, now you have to figure out how far things are away. No, I can. That's that's easy enough. That's that's <laughs> oh, good. That's easy enough. Um, so, are you going to do that? Do we want to get into Velaki and sort of see what's happening there before we do it, or do you want to do it like on the bridge as you near Velaki? Because you now see that bridge rolling up in front of you, in front of the carriage. Let's do it on the bridge. Okay. Okay. Um, so can you t- please once more just tell me what those three things are? Okay, the first thing we're looking for is to sense the powerful undead to see if we can figure out where the revenants are if they're coming towards us within three miles. Up to three facts of your choice about any of the following subjects as they relate to the area. So if you say you want to know about undead, it'll just powerful tell you... Powerful undead. Powerful undead. It'll just tell you within three miles i'm just having a quick scan about what sort of distance that gives yeah um uh, there doesn't well shoot i need to (laughs) why am i spell so admin-y there are some powerful undead within three miles from you and the direction that you're you get a feeling for the direction right and how far away it is Mm -hmm. um sort of to the south quite south from where you are um is where Argenvost's uh, mansion was, where the mm. revenants originally were, but there mm-hmm. were there was also the the um, Argenvost's right hand man that I believe Bill spoke to. Um, so he's a he's a very powerful undead. Right. Yes. Um, other than that direction, you're not picking up uh, anything, any other powerful undead. Right. Mm. Um, so. The ones that stalk yeah. us do not be, appear to be within three miles. Just checking in all directions here, but I think I think that's I think that is that covered. Yeah, there's. I mean, no, 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 no. That's it. I don't want to confuse. I don't want to confuse matters. We're going with powerful uh, undead here. Since I get three, I just got some bonus ones. Okay. So I'm just gonna get the location of powerful herbs for uh, potions, and I'll if they're on the way, I'll grab them. Sure. Um, yeah, there's, there's, oh, you're, in you're some heading, downtime. You're heading into Velaki, and, and it looks like there is some sort of um, the 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 forest leading into Velaki is a little thinner than the Svalich Woods. Uh, you know how like the Svalich Woods, you can barely get into them just because of how thick with trees and and shrubs. The the forest just as uh, you enter into Velaki here on the western side of Velaki, uh, it's a little thinner. You can get in. You can sense a lot of powerful. Um, uh, mm. plant life in there okay i'm gonna go get those but um what was the third one guys <laughs> what was the original one you wanted gone. to do it was mainly the undead because oh, right, i'm right. worried about the revenants stalking us yeah and then we were going to sense werewolves that's what it was werewolves Within yeah you three could do werewolves, werewolves or vistani which one are you gonna do i feel like we kind of know where the vistani are though let's do werewolves and see if they're any within three miles because um, it's still is in the... no, Is there no way to determine where Esmeralda is? Because we are specifically looking for her, aren't we? No, that would take a different spell, actually. All right. Yeah. My spells are very annoyingly kind of... Uh, 
the word specific. So there's no specific thing that asks about werewolves specifically. You can just ask about peoples. Yeah. Uh, so where there are large groupings of people, which is where people are. So obviously over to the east, there's a lot of, uh, you're getting a lot of feeling of people from the east. That's where Valaki is. That's an obvious one. Um, but you do get over to the west and the north, sort of the northwest area, back towards Lake Baratok, um, there are small clumps of people within the forests mm. and around Lake Baratok. Uh, and you know that is kind of up and around where you um, know werewolves to be. Okay, so yeah. It's still in the back of my mind. I was worried about them kidnapping children. All right. And the, um, the horse and carriage continues east towards uh, Velaki. And uh, as expected, um, Morley, the gates are closed, uh, but there is a familiar face, which I, I had completely forgotten to prepare, but it only makes sense that um, he is there. So let me just call on. Adam, Adam's on the brink right now. <laughs> where, where are we? Oh, my goodness, no. Is it them? Is it them? And he, uh, so he's, he's looking out towards the, you in the carriage, um, and he, he's, he's shocked and he's excited and he's opening up the, the gates uh, for you all. You were believed. You were all believed dead. I can't believe this. Everyone's going to be so happy to see you. Oh, my gosh. Bill Aww. is hanging out the side of the carriage <laughs> with a winning <laughs> smile, just winking and waving it very <laughs> There's like a there's a moment where Greg doesn't know if he needs to like get on his hands and knees or not. Like he's never experienced being in front of someone that's commanding so much um, power and charm over him, Um, and he doesn't know what to do. And he just like salutes you. He just like salutes you as you you pass. Um, But he he is absolutely frothing with excitement to see you you lot. Um, You've at ease, Greg. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much, Bill. The, uh, Sir, Sir Bill. Is that right, Sir Bill? The, you guys have been gone for near on a week. We all thought you'd died or something. Oh, oh, is Molly in there? Molly, are you in there, Molly? It's your friend, Greg. You're okay in there, Molly. Is he? Bill, is Molly okay? Greg, Greg. We're very tired. We've been traveling a long time. Right. <laughs> yes, it's been, like I said, it's been like seven days. No one's heard. No it has. We must have Hiding our hair of the... Um, oh, my gosh. No, we, we know we've been away. We don't need yeah, to we can, we can stay to chat a little while, surely. Oh, what are you doing? I'm going to oh, nudge he's charming. in the ribs. What? <laughs> mm. Oh, I don't mean to be a downer or, or nothing, but they'd started digging... Um, a memorial plots for you. Um, oh. There was just the assumption we've seen so many people come in and claim to be able to have gotten rid of Strahd and end up dead, and we thought that was... I mean, you've gone somewhere and no one has returned. How do you know where we've been? <laughs> 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 well, Morley, someone had to be looking after Irina, so, she, you know, she told me what you lot were after. You've been with Irina, have you? <laughs> oh, watch out. Oh, competition, Molly. Oh, you don't have anything to worry about with old Greg. I look, know. At, what? Look, look at uh, me. Sorry? Look at me. You've got nothing to I worry about here. Anything to worry about. I'd be wor- worried about that fine specimen sitting next to you on the carriage there. Bill, 
I don't know what's happened to you, but you are a very beautiful man. <laughs> Always was, Greg. Always was. <laughs> All right. It's been a lovely reunion. Let's be on our way. I'm very keen to see Irina. Tell your friends, Greg. Oh, I'll send word to Danica down at the uh, tavern. Let her know that you guys are all right. Is that good? Yep. Morley, you okay with that? Just come on, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> By the morning, Lord, get out of the way of the carriage. <laughs> I've stared death in the fucking face, man. Ooh, sounds cranky. <laughs> um, all right, all right, you guys, come on in and I'll get these gates shut up behind you. Thank you. And he steps out of the way, lets the carriage come through and he's... Fixing, to, but he's doing it with like pep. He's excited. He's fumbling with the locks Aww. and getting. He's he's just bursting. He's so excited. He sort of runs off down the street, like clapping his. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cute. He's so wholesome. <laughs> I guess he's clapping his hands he's now. Mentally eleven, maybe. It's cute. Though. American, why why do you humour him? Oh, I just thought he was being quite cute, quite charming. Had a good Am day. I'm the only one know. who's forgotten what we've been through. A harrowing near-death experience. And we want to stay and talk to this knobhead. <laughs> I mean, he's he's a good sort. Oh, you're just seeing that because he was all over you like a cheap suit. A cheap tunic. <laughs> <laughs> a cheap tunic. <laughs> oh, go on. Let's go get you something hot to eat, Morley. I think you need something in your stomach that's more than a good berry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, okay, um, you guys continue down. It's not too far as you guys are aware. The church is actually quite close to these western gates, um, and no one's no one's up. But there's a few few uh, candles being lit as as excited Greg is making a bit of noise as he makes his way into the heart of Valaki, um, and uh, there are some people that are opening their windows, uh, opening the shutters of their their. Uh, windows, taking a look out and and like wide eyed and gasping at the sight of your turn, and um, and it's it's there's a there's a certain liveliness um, and and hum <laughs> to the to the little bit of uh, attention that you're getting, and some people are sort of like uh, they're they're like yeah like like pump, pump, <laughs> punching the air as they see you coming through. Uh, it's all very very low key considering it is midnight. Um, and, and, uh, this is cute. you met, you, you like all end up outside the, uh, the church. Molly leaps off the, the carriage immediately and strides right up to the, the doors and just bang, bang, bang on the doors. Um, you, you hear a familiar voice from inside, uh, one minute, I'll, I'll, I'll be right there. I'll be right there. And, uh, the door, uh, opens up. And Ismark is like uh, adjusting his his pants, but uh, tying his tying his pants off. Um, and because <laughs> he doesn't have a zipper, so he's just he's just tying he's his tying pants. His <laughs> pants. <laughs> he's he's tying his pants. Um, <laughs> and he's in his, he's in his night pantaloons. Scandalous. <laughs> um, he's he's shocked at at seeing you in the doorway. Um, his normal cocky smile uh, an arrogant kind of means of talking just disappears as as he looks at you and just says molly molly and he looks over the your shoulder and sees the baron and and Mirakin and bill um standing 
behind you and all of you looking rather worn from your journeys, except for Bill. Looks amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Your cave's just flying behind them. (laughs) There's no, there's not a breeze, but it's still flowing like, like there is. (laughs) Um, you're all, you're all alive. Uh, and he never in doubt his mark. And he, he turns to look over his shoulder. Irina, it's Morley. It's, it's American. They're all here. And Irina just uh, comes running down, stops maybe 10 feet from the doorframe uh, in shock as she sees you all in the doorway and beyond. And uh, she, uh, tears start rolling down her face as she just comes running through and almost knocks Morley off his feet in an embrace. And she is just squeezing you so tightly, um, Morley. I'll, I'll give her a hug back. <laughs> That's very nice of you. I'll, I'll give her one. No, I've, t- I've, t- I've taken my head <laughs> off. Fine. What more do you want? Um, I'll just give her a hug and just I'll just sort of quietly keep saying, we're okay, we're okay. And she she pulls her face away from you for a bit and grabs your hand, uh, your head in her hands, and she's got tears just flowing down her face and she just kisses you. Just She just grabs your face and just leans in and just gives you... Not that kind of kiss. Just <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's repulsed. She goes to bed. Um... <laughs> oh god. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, and yeah, she she's so happy to see all of you. And she grabs you by the hand, Morley, and and, and leads you into the church. And she um, steps back out towards the others. And she's just so happy to see you. She doesn't want to let go of Morley's hand, but she does just for a bit. She darts outside and she gives Mirican an enormous hug. Uh, And she gives Bill also a hug, but she stops and looks up at him. Just like, you're you're better looking than you. Anyway, back to the hug. (laughs) And then then over to the Baron as well. Over to the Baron as well. All right. <laughs> Super defensive the minute Bill says anything. God, I thought I thought Molly was going to do an officer and a gentleman like walk out, sweep her up. Um, and she she's so eager to get you all back into the church. Um, uh, I need I need to know what happened. We were we all thought you we all thought you were dead, and she turns back to Morley and runs back and, and clasps his hand and leads you all back into the church. Um, the skeletons at uh, the Baron's command take up defense uh, at the doorway um, and Casimir, looking like death, uh, walks into uh, the church as well. I, I feel like we'd give them a warning before he just strolls in nonchalantly <laughs> yeah, looking yeah. like a, a zombie. Trigger warning. Like, There's a... Uh, Casimir, it's been so long. I'm like, do they know Casimir? Have they met Casimir? I don't think they have. No, I don't think they. I don't think they have at all. I think I'm trying to remember. Was Ismark? Ismark was there with Irina when you chased um, the Vistani to get back the Sunblade, right? Or was he not? Were they had already been? No, I feel like he was. I think they had already camped up at the um, at the church at that point. Because you were originally so. you originally left them there to go meet up with Casimir, and then you went back to the thing and uh, went after the Sunblade, and then mm. went back up 
uh, Mount Gakis. So I don't know if they've had a chance to to really learn much about. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll take the the chance to introduce them <clears throat> thoroughly to Casimir. Um, well, what the hell is that? <laughs> oh, that's right. Donovich. <laughs> is his name Donovich? Uh, Lucian. Lucian, sorry. You reminded me of <laughs> another old man. Uh, <laughs> please. He's very sensitive about what's happened to him. I Have you heard he of him? is. He's not, <laughs> he's not that I'm fine. Ah. <laughs> uh, I mean, a bit rude. I think we're all more sensitive on his behalf than he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, he knows he looks like a complete freak. <laughs> <laughs> this is our friend Casimir. Um, and uh, Casimir, Casimir uh, sort of introduces himself to each uh, uh, Ismark, Irina, Lucian. Um, he doesn't. He doesn't offer his hand because he's very aware of the delicate nature of of who he is now, and he explains. Um, um, these, this group here is the group we've all been waiting for. We thought we'd be under Strahd's control, under his spell, for our entire lifetimes and beyond. The way that our, the way that we all get trapped here in Barovia. This group has given me the ability to see past this place. I believe that they, they are the answer to all of this. They have helped me obtain what I needed and it has come with this as a as a cost. And he uh, rolls up his sleeves and he shows off. His, he lifts up his hands and just shows the, sort of the damage. Not that it's it's clearly visible on his face as well. Um, um, and we've we've met beings that have given them the uh, the knowledge I believe that they need to take out Strahd. Um, oh, just looks at Irina. Um, so uh, what next then? Is there anything that we can do to help? Or is it just just you lot? Mm. Well, we've been through great peril and great danger. We almost died up there many times. I fear if we bring either of you into the reach of Strahd, you may be in grave danger. What do I we all think? I agree. I don't think we want to put any of you at risk. Has he been here? In the time that we've been away, has he made an approach on the church? Uh, there have been multiple attacks on Barovia in general, Morley. The, uh, we've had uh, numerous of his armies attacking. Um, it feels like they're just trying to weaken us, try and keep us exhausted. There hasn't been a means to try and take out the village. But as the days passed, it uh, lessened and lessened. I'm not sure if... Uh, I think that was what made us all believe that that you had all perished. So Sorry to hear that. you guys gained enough power, you believe, to take on Strahd. The, the last man that tried brought an army behind him and still failed. And you're, you're feeling confident? I wouldn't say confident, no. Yeah, Casimir's oversold it a little bit, but we've certainly gained powers that we thought were once beyond our reach and knowledge that will doubtless help in our quest to take out the bastard Strahd. Dare I ask, do you need an army as well? Wouldn't say no to one. Yeah, have you got one laying around, have you? <laughs> I'll be honest, I think once word gets out that you're alive, I think there's going to be a certain group of people that uh, would be invigorated by this news. Mm -hmm. Can They've... I confer 
Can I confer with my colleagues for a second here? Bill, with that look in your eye, you can do whatever you damn well please. (laughs) 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 Didn't know you. Didn't know that about you. Uh, Let's let's revisit later. Um, Ooh, another love story. uh, Do we really want to put a militia in line with Strad's armies? I mean, it's all lives. We do. Well, Bill, timing is everything. I'm not saying we just send hordes of people to their death. But what I am seeing is when the time comes, and I don't believe the time is now, but very soon, we should take all available help. Because we'll need it, Bill. Mighty as we are, we will need help. I, I agree. don't doubt that. I just wonder if there's another way. If we don't have to directly engage his forces, maybe we can save a lot of lives. What do you propose? Well, we sneak into Ravenloft instead of frontal assault. We're, we're just going for dinner first, aren't we? as a bit of a recce. Uh, (laughs) I'm not saying we bring the army with us now. Casimir leans over to you, Mirakin. Are you going to give his mark his invitation or are you keeping that under wraps? I cannot hide the truth from a good man such as his mark. We have something for you, my dear his mark. For me? Yes. I Uh, I dramatically flourish this letter. Um... And I'm going to say, uh, Strad's minion, Rahadin, a merciless killer of many elven women, had this on his person. And he takes it from you and opens it up, pulls out the letter and just silently reads it. He's invited me for dinner with with you? Yes. We were invited a while ago, but we haven't (laughs) (laughs) taken him up on that yet. And this letter was recovered from his his minion, his, his... dog's body as he flee. What do you think Strahd wants with me? Well, your sister, I'd say. He <laughs> wants influence through you to get to Irina. That I'm makes fearful. sense. I'm fearful that he would try to use you as a bargaining chip. Capture you, perhaps. Hold you hostage to play on the heartstrings of poor Irina. The other thing is, Mark, that we must consider is that what if these invitations are a ploy to draw us all away from Irina? leaving him free to walk in here or come down here without her nearest and dearest to protect her. Well, We've seen things. she'll be safe here. Molly, she's been safe here for the last week, and she'll be safe here for, for many more weeks on top of that. You can mark my words, Molly. Right. Uh, it's not that I don't trust you, but do you remember the well, bones? Well, it sounds like you don't trust me. <laughs> do, you remember, do, you, do you remember the bones? Ixnay <laughs> <laughs> on the bones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the own bed. Just straight up bones. Ixnay on the bones. <laughs> he didn't even get yeah. He doesn't quite get it. I love that he's still like, he was the worst gift secret on the fucking bones Blacky. And he's still like, people don't know. <laughs> uh, the, the, yes, they're still, they're still here keeping us all safe. I, I know they're here now after we recovered them, but I'm, I'm, all I'm seeing is whilst this church is a, a very safe place indeed, very safe, it is, not, it is not impenetrable, and the people closest to you can be manipulated by him. I understand. I, I, I get your concerns, Molly, but... Uh, Good. No, I, I understand, I understand. <laughs> Good. He gets it. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Good. Oh, yeah. Well, this is what it's like to win an argument. <laughs> 
Mm, we find ourselves in a delicate situation. Should Ismark accompany us or, or not? Surely there's reason, but I cannot imagine it would be anything innocent. And the door opens. Is the, is the invite just for Ismark? That, like, you all received your own individual invites. Yeah, so that, that one right, was specifically no, no just arena. for... No, no. Unlucky? <laughs> <laughs> Look at it, like, is unlucky? <laughs> Hmm. What could it mean? <clears throat> what could he want? I, I have a, I have a plan, but it's it's gonna sound ludicrous when I voice it. I'm, <laughs> I'm ready. Molly's like, let's go to bed, Irene. Maybe stress Irene. Let's get married and consummate the relationship, and then what else that's could it. he possibly that's do? That's it. No, that no, that's no. Genuinely, that's it. If 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 I if I marry Irina, then then Strad can't and really, consummate it. Well, if that's, <laughs> if that's part of it. Uh, but if we were to be wed, then any any wedding by Strad would be Ill- illegitimate, surely. And we've got a priest right here who could perform the ceremony in secret. It's flawless. Oh, I mean. You know, you can totally marry widow, uh, widows, though, so that's fine. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> but, but he, no, that's why we keep. That's why we keep the wedding secret. So he tries to have a. He seems like the sort to obey the law. <laughs> I can just imagine when they finally get to the wedding, like he's finally managed to somehow get Irina and they go to do the thing and they, they go, oh, actually, Irina's already, ma- Irina's already married? Yeah, that's going to matter. Like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to storm out of the ceremony. No, forever hold your peace. <laughs> well, actually. The marriage license. <laughs> <laughs> Dun, 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 and then he kills me immediately. <laughs> <laughs> On we go. <laughs> First of all, was that your plan? No. My plan okay. was much worse. Oh. That, was, that was good. That was good. <laughs> that was good in comparison okay. to my plan. My plan was going to be, I have a spell, disguise self. I could disguise myself as I read and go to the, and go to the dinner, and he wouldn't yeah. know until yeah. we were in bed. <laughs> And then, <laughs> and then I could pull out, and then I could pull out my son's sword, and it's pretty euphemism, <laughs> and uh, and deal to him. With it. I feel, yeah, I feel like Stroud would be up for anything. I think he'd be up for whatever. <laughs> he'd be like, okay. Well, so okay. <clears throat> now, what I should have done is read the spell first. But it's disguise spell, just like a disguise self. Ever, ever to hold up to physical inspection. Okay, that's a, that's a downer. It's going to put a real pin. In the plan. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. Hello, Strahd. It's me. <laughs> oh, the object of your desires. <laughs> and I've changed my mind. Let's have sexual intercourse in the dark room. Immediately. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, <laughs> the... The plan is to go for dinner with Strahd then? We looks looks like it. We go. Anyone but else do we take better? do we take Ismark or not? I am fearful for Ismark's safety. 
What? I think if we are going to, if we are going to rally the rally the townsfolk, I, I feel like Ismark would be a strong leader for them, and I suggest he stay back at least for that. What do you think, Ismark? I think that your only means to defeat Strad will be with an army of some kind. I know that you've already got intentions to to return Argenvost's uh, soldiers. I believe is that was right? there a bloody newspaper put out about every conversation <laughs> we've already had? <laughs> I, I can't remember if I was there or not. If I'm being honest, Molly. <laughs> know a lot about it. <laughs> Bill, Bill, Bill wrote home and sent a letter. Yeah, let's just we are trying to return the skull of Argonvost. Yeah, yeah. Well, assume we've told him everything that we want him to know. Okay. Yes, you do know that we have intentions of returning the skull of Argonvost. So, if you have them on your side and you have the villages on your side. Uh, and then the, the door opens up uh, to the church. Um, and you're not going anywhere without me, either. As um, Esmeralda, me. As, uh, Esmeralda enters the church behind you all. Oh my god, it's like a bloody reunion. <clears throat> I'm surprised to see you lot back. But um, I've been doing some digging, haven't I? Have you? What have you dug? Did you guys ever take a look up in the, the mansion? Which one? Which- the burgomaster's mansion, it's, uh, it's been, oh, yeah. it's been yeah. fully fucked now. It's been torn apart. There's a secret, a little hiding place. I heard there were rumours, right? There were rumours of flashing lights up in the, in the attic area. I don't know if you guys, pretty certain the DM told you about that a long time ago. <laughs> but I, oh, heard, yeah. I heard stories of it and I went up there and there's a sight to behold. You've got to come. Um... And oh, she's like, she's like, great time. She's, she's, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can wait if you've got things you'd rather be doing. Ollie, if you want to hang back with Irina, that's totally fine. Happy to go up. Oh, now that you mention it, <laughs> I will. <laughs> I don't um, know. Should we go I stay or should I go? <laughs> I want to go see, see something amazing, but it is. It is almost midnight, isn't it? Should it wait till morning, or is it simply so amazing we must see it immediately? No, I, I'm sure it'll be there in the morning. It's quite, it's quite indescribable. I'm not even quite sure what it is. Ooh, I want to see. I found it, um, there's a, a secret hideout up in the attic, and there's a lot of mess up there, and it looks like, uh, it looks like maybe there was a lot of research being done, uh, magical research being done uh, by one of the family members up there. There were living, but dead, like skeletal cats hanging around <gasps> in there. <gasps> and, the, and the Baron, like, suddenly, like, gets a little interested there. Um, they were completely friendly, which absolutely baffled me. But under, I was tearing the place apart because the place was already uh, being demolished in so many ways. The, um, underneath one of the rugs was this crazy, magical, like, thing circle of some sort but i don't and i was hoping maybe you guys knew what it might be the magic circle like a circle yes uh-huh. it didn't seem no, to I do anything i didn't know what like, to do with it but uh do you mean like a hoop like a hula hoop no like <laughs> an item like on the ground on the actual ground not a physical thing but something that was like Ooh. carved into the floorboards well, this sounds like brian all over if i'm honest you'd be loving the sound of that 
Necromancy, wizardry, that's right up your alley, Brian. Um, I think it, by this point, Baron would absolutely have an inkling of what this could be. Um, especially knowing the spell that he is taking on board when he gets back with us next week. So, <laughs> um, there's definitely he's definitely got his interests uh, peaked at this point. Well, maybe um, we should make our way there in the morning. Yes, we we can absolutely. We could. It'll be there in the morning. It'll be fine. Yes. Well, will Great. you stay stay here tonight with us? I I mean, Esmeralda. Well, I'm probably going to go down and get shit faced at the tavern, um, and then oh. I'll. <laughs> at this hour, you're a wild woman. Things are only getting started over there. Oh my! Well, maybe we should go. Oh, so you've got time for that, you do? You don't have time (laughs) for the great magical circle, but... Oh, you're so passive-aggressive. Esme, Esme. Uh, Never mind. Have you been to the tavern lately? Are they selling any new drinks down there? Oh, Morley, I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised to see what they've got going on down there. Okay. Uh, I'll ask you straight. Are they selling a drink? Morley's mother. They've got it. Oh, my God. what? Yeah, they're, they're selling it by the barrel. Well, not selling it; they're giving it away. By the barrel, they, they don't really sell. Uh, the, the the wizards of wine have never really made a profit. They just they give their wines the, and stuff. So they've been creating the and giving. Wholesale. Yeah, you know, you know that. <laughs> 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 like uh. Barovia, no one has money in Barovia, and the whole all, the, all of the wine was just given away as well. So it's well, never I been. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go, you know, too far into the economics of it all, but... <laughs> There's, like, no Gosh. money in Barovia. There's, like, it's completely Why and utterly impoverished. we paying for shit then? We must have... When Americans come to New Zealand and go out to dinner at Gob & Co, <laughs> I'll just leave you a $20 tip for bringing us that bowl of bread. Thanks very much. <laughs> they look like fucking <laughs> We take it for a mug. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've I've lost my appetite for the idea of a party now that I've been shamed by its morale. I guess suppose I'll go to bed after all. <laughs> I mean, we can have a bit of a wild night, American. Oh, it's more Brian's thing, isn't it? Really? Yeah, I think Brian. I think he's pretty keen to hit off for a drink as well, for sure. <laughs> David Lee Roth, he's already out the door. <laughs> he's like filling up his magical jug or whatever it is. The pitcher. <laughs> I kind of I, I get the feeling that what what Shannon would say from the the Baron would be like, why don't we just pop down to the mansion and take a quick look and then head to the tavern? Okay, I feel like that, that that's way, what that way I won't be shamed by es- Esmeralda, so I'm I'm fine with that. Yeah, I feel like that is what she would su- like. Baron, sorry, Shannon would suggest. Does that sound right? I feel like it is right. Yeah, let's mm. do. yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm gonna have to tell Baron you uh, you're not taking that joke into the pub, are you? It's a bit ghost, yeah. Bring your own to Republicans' house. They um, like it. They probably love it. Yeah, especially considering apparently everything's fucking. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, we could uh, contribute. Um, they're oh no, that's the wrong person. They're finally bringing. They finally managed to get some wine in there as well. It's um, it's finally livening up in in Barovia again. That's good. Who's the Who's running the place now? It's me. Um, I there isn't a burgomaster yet. There's um there's something, some kind of voting or something happening at the moment. I believe. Um, 
it was looking quite strong for uh, the um, the, the tavern master or something. The man who Davian's runs. son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and um, <laughs> there was I think I think there it was looking really good at first, and then as word as word, it's only been a week. What do you expect? So the uh, it's the when there was word of your um, misfortune, which by the way, I'm very happy to see you. Very happy to see you. But with with the word of your misfortune, I think there was some trust lost in uh, Davian's son. Well, who but, they voted for instead? But with you back, I think I think uh, Davian's son might be in with a chance. Um, who was instead? There was the um, lady. Oh, what was her name? There was um, quite a. Was that her? Is that her name? She Eshta. she has some sons. And one of the sons was uh, did she was putting what? up his hand. Wanting to write, uh, try and clear the name, the Veshta name, I believe. Oh. You'll never, oh, I almost forgot, you'll never guess what they found in their house shortly after Lady Veshta. The sons had no idea. It was all the uh, word down in here a few days after you left. Uh, Mr. Veshta, Lady Veshta's um, long-deceased husband, right? Mm-hmm. Right. She'd been keeping him in their bed. Oh. Oh. Keeping him in the bed the whole time. The boys had no idea. I mean, why would they? Would they never go into their mother's bedroom? That'd be strange. But stranger still was that the father was there the whole time. He's alive. Completely deceased. Oh, oh, the body was there. The body was there. Oh, that's disgusting, Esmeralda. He finally got the uh, burial that they wanted, that they assumed they'd given him so many years prior. Oh, my. Well, that's got to have harmed the old uh, election chances, surely. Um, I think th- I think the fact that they gave him a good sending off and they got the whole town behind how evil the, you know, their mother was. But, you know, they, they, the two brothers, were not evil and they wanted to, to help get that sort of restore the family name. And I think, uh, I think, I think that Irwin uh, is Davian's son's name, I believe. I think Irwin was... Uh, leading, leading the uh, the people's hearts for quite a while there, and then when, um, but it was all based on the backing of of your your crew, and then when your crew disappeared, and the word of your death, uh, your deaths had gone through the village. Everyone started uh, maybe thinking the Vesta boys were the way to go. Oh well, spread the word of the tavern tonight then. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure there'll be celebrations to be had. Now, I, I actually. You were talking, uh, I was waiting at the door, just trying to find the right time to interject with my presence. Uh, there was... <laughs> words you guys are wanting an army, is that right? God, ears of a bat. A bat. I was uh, right back at the door, I don't know why you didn't notice. We were just discussing that, actually, about whether it's right to invoke a, a war against Strahd and drag all these innocent people of Barovia in. But I'm sure some were combat ready. Um... And don't mind me, being a Vistani, I I have some some questions. Irina was mentioning that you'd had you'd been looking for some uh, items. Is that right? And looking for some items to help you defeat Strad. Um, a Vistani lady gave you a card reading. Is that right? And you've been following around her every word, trying to get these items. Is that right? Oh yes. Mira, can tell me more. What have you? What is it that you've been looking for? We have been given many prophecies, some of which have borne fruit, in fact. Molly, show your sword. It's quite amazing. What? Oh, my regular old short sword. <laughs> yes. 
with <laughs> the run of the metal sword. Or See? is it? And then I'm going to use my bonus action to just <laughs> at the letters on it. Hey, all that absolutely blinding that. light just like lights up the church. <laughs> Everyone gasps. Uh, Esmeralda, and you found that you found that from the reading. Is that right? Yes. I well, it certainly so. pointed us in the right direction. As you yes. would know, Esmeralda, these things are fairly cryptic, so you know it wasn't without a fair deal of investigating. That's kind of what I was getting at, uh, Morley. I'm glad you picked up on that one. I've got my own uh, set of Taroka cards as well. You know, I do <gasps> know when to do my own readings as well. Do you remember? Do you remember the cards? Do you remember the cards that you were given in the order that you were given in them? I, uh, I just, I'm just checking in. Oh yes, I do. Our first card was History, the Merchant. Do you know of this card? Uh, let me get some information as well. Let me just bring up some stuff here. Um, fortunes. So the first card was what? Did you say, was it? History, the Merchant. Was there a number? Normally they have... Numbers? <laughs> <laughs> and, she's, and she's flicking, uh, she's fl- she's flicking through her cards as well. Uh, um, you say you've done this before. Let me let me take a look. It's a, it's a merchant card, you say? Yes. Merchant, merchant, merchant. Let's take a look. Uh, I've got to have it here somewhere. It's definitely because the first card, it's yes, it's about. It is normally about. Um, it's normally about the history. Um, and in the case of Strahd, it would be uh, knowledge of the ancient um, to help you to help you understand him a bit better. Uh, so let's have a quick. Why is it not here? Star. She's flicking through stars. Stars. Mm, coins. The master of coins. The glyphs. Yes. Uh, <laughs> why, why do I not have this one? Uh, <laughs> I'm just watching her with like flicking, like eager. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, go on. The like, oh, so this was for the Tome of Strad. Oh, I know what I'm looking for. It was the Four of something else. <laughs> the Merchant. The Merchant <laughs> is the name of the card. It's the um, no, I do have it here. So I was thinking of the Four of the the Fourth Mer. I haven't looked at these cards. But it was the Four of Coins. That was it. Was a seek um, and I believe. Uh, and she flicks through and she places that card down on the table. Um, she says, oh, yes, yes, yes. You're looking for a cask of some sort. Is that right? Something of, um, there's nothing, like an empty cask is what I'm seeing in the card here. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. We were told um, about where the finest wine was once made. And that's right, the finest wine. You can see from the the picture of the... The, the jewellery of the, the ladies wearing in this card here, that the finest wine and the emptiest of casks. Have you, have you found... Is that what um, the other Vistani mentioned? Is that right? Does that ring a bell? Yes. So Madam Ava mentioned this finest wine was once made. Okay, how about the, uh, your second card there? I, I'll be a little bit faster, I'm sure. This, t- <laughs> <laughs> this time. This was... Well... This um the second card in the reading is usually um is is about a powerful force that of good or evil. Uh, it's normally like a, well, a holy symbol of hope is normally yeah. what the second card uh, would denote. What time does oh. this boozer shut? 
<laughs> it's not going to take long, Morley. Just relax. It's not going to take much longer. Well, Bill has something on hand. Our triumphant interpretation, I should think. What was the card? The holy symbol of great hope, the healer. Oh, yes, yes, the healer. And uh, as you can tell by the card, she places it um, on the top of the deck and shows it to you. As you can tell from the card as well, I'm not sure if this is the same, if it looks familiar to you. Uh, find, you're looking for a, a pool blessed by the light. Is that Does that ring a bell? Is that what yes. you were told? Yes, and we found it. We found it. Uh, may I take a look, Bill? Just hold it. I'm not going to... I don't need to take it. I just would like to... That is magnificent. That is crazy. This is... Uh, uh, this, is this is great. This is great. Uh, the third card, uh, usually a card of power and strength. What did we have? This one didn't work out so well for us. <laughs> this was... An ally, the innocent. No, no, no. The no. third, the third card should be uh, a weapon of some sort. Oh, oh, okay. This one worked out great. Molly is already showing you that. Oh, the sun sword that you've got yes. there. Okay, and I'm seeing from the card. Where, where, where did you find that? Wasn't a. It was upstairs in the windmill in a pile of ash. The windmill. Oh, yes, right. yes, yes. Okay. All right, so I'm seeing that there. I see a lonely, as a, the card, it's a lonely mill on a precipice. That's right, that's right. And you found it at the top of that windmill. This is, yeah. whoever yep. read you your cards has done a very, very good job. Um, the fourth uh, stra is, uh, yes, what were you saying, Mirakin? Because the, um, uh, the fourth card here would be uh, one who might help or, you know, in a yeah. battle against darkness. This one seemed to be an enigma to us. We met a, a boy who we thought the prophecy foretold of, but we were met with a dead end. Do you remember what the card was? The innocent. When it comes to um, these, the specific placing of this card, American, it um, some of the cards can be read uh, right way up and wrong way up. So you spin them around, you can read them a slightly different way. Do you remember... The way that this card was um, read. <laughs> Do I? Because I don't. Well, you remember. Um, you remember probably not that, but you remember what it was, uh, what it denoted, like what the what mm -hmm. Madame Ava told you. Mm. And so, what did what were you told about this card? A young man with a kind heart, a mother's boy. He is strong in body but weak in mind. Seek him out in the village of Barovia, which we did. And she, and she she holds the card up, and you can see the the card of the innocent. And you can see what looks to be quite an innocent-looking boy. And it's one of those designs that when she turns it the other way round, um, it takes on a different appearance, a more feminine appearance. Um and, you know, what is now the, the chin of the boy is now the forehead of the girl. And that's one of those images that can be flipped. She said, the thing with this card is that it can be read both ways. And yes, you're right. The way that you've had it read, uh, I believe a, a mother's boy, I believe, as you mentioned, is, is one of weak of mind but strong of body. But you see, when we read the card this way, she, and she, she turns it over, you can see it's a more feminine visage and when read this way it means that you're looking out for the bride of evil evil's bride be the one you seek oh you're joking well we know who that is um can you give me a um uh an investigation role please uh adam 
Yes, is a something plus six. It's always in the way for a total of fifteen. Perfect. Um, you you take you take the card out of Madam uh, Madam Avers out of uh, Esmeralda's hand, and you take a look at it. Now that you're seeing it this way up, you notice the dark hair on this. Uh, that kind of uh, when it was the other way around, it looked like a dark shirt or a dark jacket. But now this way up, it looks like a dark sort of head of hair. And the feminine faces, they look almost exactly like Irina to you. That's not who I thought it was going to be. Morley's like very confused by this and also kind of worried. Is everything what? okay over there, Morley? Yeah, yeah, it's fine. But uh, I think you should hear this. Yes, what does... Esmeralda, can you shed any more light on this? We well, we already know who this could be. So and she's standing right there. Uh, and Esmeralda looks over, and she says, "I didn't even, I didn't even put the two and two together." I, I'll be honest. <clears throat> I, um, I, but this card and the placement of the card specifically means that the card would shed light on who will help you greatly in the battle against darkness. Strahd's, in this case, Strahd, his greatest foe. It's you, Irina. Um, and she, Irina sort of stops and takes a couple of steps backwards into the church. Um, she says, oh, no, no, I'm not, I'm not ready to, what do you mean? It can't be me. I'm not ready to fight Strahd. There's nothing I can't, I can't do anything about this. Uh, and she's starting to get quite flustered. Are you sure you're reading? Are you sure it's not the, the boy from the Barovian village? It can't, it can't be me. Surely. Maybe it's you that's wrong. Maybe it's not. Um, Madam Ava, maybe, maybe you've read that wrong, Esmeralda. Um, look, I'm, I haven't done a reading for quite some time, but I think it's pretty obvious, if you ask me. I think it's clear. You're the one he's looking for. You're the only one that can help take him out. There's, he's been, he's been hunting what's inside you, your very soul, for centuries, Irina. I think you are the one that needs to put to end to all this. Mm-hmm.